I'm at the kosher butcher, and this very cute girl who works there, exposing more belly button than I recall, which was giving me a semi-surging chubby soon afterwards. <laughs> Her laughing at my inspired riffs helped my sustained stiffage a long time. <laughs> and I just got two separate items. I got my chicken cutlets and my chicken stock. Kosher. Kosher chicken stock. <laughs> now, some Jews are, you know, who abide by the kosherian diet can be very finicky and they want everything like separate. And she says, Would you like these items separate? I said, No, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's not as if you're my four year old son who whips out his schmeckle before I take my first sip of Nespresso, before I yell out loud, Not kosher, baby! Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> this is the Do It All Dad Year podcast. Holla! Dad-friendly entertainment for you and me. Obviously, controlling our kids to comedy can make our kids great again. My three... Fuss-free kids, 98% of the time, are living proof of it. I'm enjoying doing these podcasts sitting down in my Ethan Allen uh, King David purple leather chair. It's 12 years old at this point. That has a rip underneath, but I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I consider it good... uh, Physical therapy, my pinched nerve, that is getting better, and I'm going to keep it going. So, why am I doing this podcast? To complain about Ace Hotels, <laughs> taking their sweetest time to get back to me, on a copywriting job, because I'm going out of my way to kiss a creative director's ass, who loves to build brands and go on many wonderful adventures, <laughs> who controls budgets now, who writes in a very understated, matter-of-fact way. I like to help young creatives realize their dreams. It all sounds good. I'm completely shitting on a potential benefactor. But <laughs> what I've noticed in life, if people don't come back to you immediately, it means they're not interested. <laughs> I don't think it's a paranoid thing. I don't. And... I mean, for example, when I sent my pilot to Nick DiPaolo, that was my Lewis script, got back to me immediately, like literally like the next morning. And whenever I worked as a headhunter, you know, whenever I arranged interviews, if they liked the candidate, I heard, <laughs> pronto, strike the hammer while the hammer's hot. Bob Marley lives. The mantra has never been truer in my heart. So... I don't want to talk about Ace Hotels. (laughs) I don't want to talk about scrounging for work (laughs) to keep a marriage together. Do not want to read to you my heavily workshopped, off Adderall, punched up cover letter that I sent to a lit agent today, although I'm very pleased with it. (laughs) And not going to get into my intention to write when the shredder 
Rats, which is a story about a reclusive hair metal guitar god that is convinced to get out of the house and walk down the aisle only to marry his guitar, Lita. <laughs> so there's no way he would call his guitar Lita, but <laughs> it made me think of Lita Ford. So as crazy as this sounds, Lita said, don't tell anyone about it, but, and I don't think it was her. I, you could say I wanted to think it was her. You know, I wrote a heavy metal high trilogy that was the equivalent of the Goldbergs for Generation X, Dice Plays by Imaginary Guiding Star, appears in my life after I hit puberty in the nurse's room, and Lita Ford was always hot, major sex pot, saying, and I close my eyes forever, and of course, Kiss Me Deadly, but she's also done a boatload of kick-ass metal music after, such as Living like a runaway. And she's awesome. So I had this exchange. I was on Instagram. I'm never on Instagram. And I said, I'm just enjoying the idea. This is you. My wife had all this like leftover sake that she didn't mean to order. So during the summertime, doing one comedy record after the next. I never go out. My kids are asleep. Like, you know what? I'm going to drink some sake. I'm going to flirt with the fake news leader Ford. And uh, it was very tentilating. Even if I was getting an LOL from the fake Lita Ford. I was getting kissy emojis. Send me a picture. Just a little tore up in that picture. I'm like, hey, maybe this is the actual Lita Ford. I'm asking questions about when she knew she was going to be a hair metal uh, guitar god. And at one point, she's talking about me performing at her upcoming birthday. Because I told her about you know that being a new game plan. That's my game plan about four months ago. was targeting rock musicians and performing personal, private stand-up comedy shows. <laughs> and she was saying, well, you could perform at, at my birthday. And then I did a Google search, and her birthday actually was just right around the corner. <laughs> and then she was liking some pictures of like my son and I, who's a good-looking kid, Archo USA. It's definitely a sign that you haven't lost your looks altogether and that you're not being registered as a complete 100% Fagula. When grown women, left and right, constantly make comments about like how good-looking your son is. <laughs> Afterwards, I always say to my son, Sam, you do realize that when she's flirting with you, she's flirting with me. <laughs> because you do stem from my do-it-all-dad-ear trade trunk. <laughs> so, Lita Ford. I really thought it was Lita Ford. I really wanted to believe it was Lita Ford. And then I got the impression, okay, so you're a lonely loser. <laughs> That is not just a slut in a straitjacket. You're a lonely, delusional loser who's been in the wilderness way too long. When I get a message back saying, hey, listen, so I'm making money now because I'm touring. You know, hair metal is back. I'm doing the tour with the cruises, blah, blah, blah. But I don't really trust anybody and I need you to handle this like bank account transfer for me. <laughs> so that was a nice fantasy while it lasted. But the, the funny part, and the reason why I was really entertaining it, was just to have a conversation with my kids the next morning. I said, 
So kids, I know that this is all going to seem like bullshit, but Lita's saying this, and Lita's saying that, and and then I showed pictures, and then my children would say, particularly my daughter, Daddy, she's not really good-looking enough for you to dot mama form. <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> but the general gist was, Daddy, you could do better <laughs> than Lita Ford. <laughs> Don't completely wreck our universe because you're a lonely slut in a straitjacket. <laughs> they need some extra love and attention. But you have to understand. I mean, that would be a pretty awesome upgrade. <laughs> I don't care that Lita's, what, 25 years older than me? <laughs> I mean, what she could do to my joystick, I mean, she could definitely yank it out of place. And, and with those hands, like my wife, she played the Bandura, which is a Ukrainian instrument. It's got a gazillion strings. She's got very strong hands. So Lita could definitely yank out my joystick with like her left pinky. <laughs> That'd be pretty tantalizing. I'm, I'm definitely excited about the concept. <laughs> so, and I, I just got a guitar. I got the Stratocaster. I've been able to practice because of my, my pinched nerve. <laughs> my pin. So why do I have a pinched nerve? The pinched nerve is a result of incredible, overwhelming. Fully immersive, compressed stress nottage over me not being able to get an interview for a job ever again. <laughs> I me dying of anal AIDS <laughs> as I get raped repeatedly in jail because I can't provide for my family. And my wife decides to kick me out of the house for good because she decides to listen to an eventual podcast 520 later when I can't help myself riffing because it's fun and it's therapeutic and I like the pressure of remaining semi-funny and not being completely boring. And I've been wanting to, you know, take the deep dive into fake news, Lita Ford, flirting land for some time. Because <laughs> I knew that there was some funny comedic gold. So, yeah, I really thought it was Lita Ford. <laughs> and you know, she said, she was talking about, like, meeting up with her for dinner when she was in New York. And, but then... And then I decided to go back on Instagram. I'm like, you know what? And then she gave me like a cell phone number. So I'm like, okay, maybe. I don't know. It seems very involved. But I'm thinking like, really? Like Lita doesn't have anyone else to help out with this like bank transfer thing? And then I think there was like an application. I had to give her money. I'm like, okay, this is obviously a scam. And a very elaborate scam. <laughs> uh, so there are fishing scandals. And there's the Lita Ford fishing scandal. <laughs> Which uh, made me feel like a hooky loser bitch. <laughs> so, but definitely like worth the entertainment. As far as me entertaining the idea of me having one night where I could harmlessly flirt with Lita Ford. And she even sent like a screenshot of like one of my comedy records that I mentioned to her. So... That seems pretty involved fishing scandal to me. <laughs> but and then thinking are these dual Lita Fords? Like one's fucking with me, that's not her, but that's some like random like fan page from her, but the other one actually is. If she's saying, Well don't tell other people about this interaction. Do you believe in God? Like all the stuff I just felt very real. <laughs> so I love you, Lita Ford, regardless. <laughs> I really do. And 
I'm not going to say that five minutes of love <laughs> with you under the sack would be worth only seeing my children, you know, once a month the rest of my life. <laughs> but it's tempting to find out <laughs> if it was meant to be. <laughs> so I love you, Lita. And I love all your new music. And I'm so glad that you perform again. And what's brutal about Lita, and I mentioned this, is that in her book, I read her book, you know, she was like a stay-at-home mom at one point, went to some like crazy island, and I don't know where it was, because I know nothing about geography. And just to prove to you, I also don't care about being an idiot anymore. That's like, that's what I like, get off my chest. I don't care about like trying to act smart anymore. It's done. Mainly because I was at TD Bank today, and I'm getting out money to get my son jeans. <laughs> And I said, do you have any plants? I like this girl. She definitely looks Irish. She's got a nice rack. Hair's a little greasy. Doesn't wear too much makeup. And looks like she had decent-sized legs, like, like long enough where I could like, get really excited about like pul pulverizing or snatch downward and getting that nice leg-flying-upward look, similar to like Annette Benning in American Beauty, which is really hot. So anyway, and you know, I got little freckles. You know, I've, I've never been against freckles. I like freckles. So I had a little girlfriend and freckles all over. So, and I said, do you have any vacation plans for the holidays? She goes, yeah, I'm going to Pittsburgh. And I said, have you ever been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And she says, yeah, that's in Cleveland. <laughs> like, Cleveland's nice. I said, okay, so don't even like attempt to have a conversation right now about Pittsburgh. <laughs> don't even bother. Do, do, not interge do not add to the conversation about uh, the pitcher that you learned about who pitched a uh, no-hitter on acid who played for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. His name was Doc something. Such a freaking burnout. I, but I don't care. I don't care about minutes. I don't remember his last name. It's Doc something. But what a story. It's like the Muhammad Ali of baseball. And... End up getting clean and play with Willie Stargell back in the day. And Roberto Clemente wrote a letter by Jackie Robinson. Very freaking bald. Uh, that was a really great documentary. Stock something. Look it up. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Another free stuff. It's You owe it to yourself for them still selling. Mein Kampf on Amazon, which is 720 pages of hate speech in a row. Holla! And for the record, the SWAT sticker, it's a stupid symbol. It's two. I don't care that it's a photoshopped Hindu symbol, culturally appropriated Hindu symbol. Still looks like two stick figures doing a 69 on a seesaw on crystal meth. <laughs> Holla! Thank you very much. So I made a kick-ass chicken piccata tonight. I'm very proud of it. I plan on writing about it because it's an awesome meal. <laughs> and the chicken, I need to come up with a better expression than fork tender, right? It's a little ambiguous, fork tender. I'm going to say this tasted, this chicken piccata tasted rage against the machine triggered tender after Kyle Rittenhouse was declared innocent of all charges. <laughs> I mean, how startling is that? Rage Against the Machine. 
right? The alleged anti-establishment, punk rock, hip-hop, maestro, rockers of their day, <laughs> that would be against a white kid without fucking dreadlocks, <laughs> fending off freaking rapist pedophiles with an AR-15 <laughs> as they hit him with Tony Hawk's signed skateboard from 1985, <laughs> pointed pistols in his face. Uh, did their best uh, eyes, uh, Kenny uh, kickdown reenactment <laughs> that they did on Kenny for the uh, eyes uh, initiation <laughs> into the black gangbanger con- contingency. <laughs> so, really hard to take rock and roll seriously these days when Rage Against the Machine is going to get triggered by a Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. <laughs> so, I wanted to share some pieces that were from the Kosher and Comedians. When I was at the Kosher Butcher today, I had this beautiful, flirtatious exchange with that, that cute butcher. I never noticed like the belly button riff and you know she had the exposed belly button and I could easily eat chopped liver off that belly button. She definitely gave me sustained stevage soon after. And I definitely seriously considered the idea of, you know what? I gave her a business card. I said to check out some of my common records. Oh, so oh, you're a comedian. That's cool. Of course, you know I wasn't completely honest. You know I didn't say I'm so broke. My Hebrew name is under judicial review. But I said that I made a comment. I was making a laugh, saying, "So everyone always says like Gentiles are like the unfunny ones, right? Or the Gentiles are the stuffy, uptight ones, but." Only Christian lit agent that I target specifically. I've gone all the way to jerk off my sample chapters and my cover letters alone for the Koshitarian comedians. And she lost it from just the Koshitarian comedians. And I said, so, you know, God willing, I get an agent sometime soon for the Koshitarian comedians. So I'm not just banging out more sheets of comedy gold for SoundCloud and for WordPress. For mere ego enlargement therapy alone. Ha! Kanye lives. Look, Kanye, you can't feel that good about yourself if Kim Kardashian is banging Pete Davidson. Ha! <laughs> but I hear that God didn't give me three kids to have a panic attack over it, which is more than you can say for Pete Davidson, the voice of Generation Z, the boy toy rebound king. Staten Island. <laughs> Looks like Barney from The Simpsons and Annie Leibovitz had a baby. <laughs> I'm assuming he's hung like a horse, joined the club. <laughs> but I mean, he's still a dirtbag. <laughs> he's not the. I understand his father was a hero and died during uh, 9-11. He was a first responder, and that's great. But that's not him. <laughs> and, I, and he's an asshole! I don't even give a shit about like him making fun of Dan Crenshaw in a pink hoodie on SNL anymore. <laughs> you know that Dan Crenshaw is a fucking rhino backstabber piece of shit that decided to legitimize the uh, Mr. Gorp in the White House. But yeah, so this woman, so I was going to the kosher butcher shop and this woman was like cute wearing a mask and she was like playing charade. She like mimed to me like, hey, do you have a mask? And I put my coat up like above my eye. <laughs> it looked all like mysterious. Uh, it was like a gentle fuck you. I didn't really get into it. But 
And then I started talking to the cute girl inside, whose name was Jane. That I learned that later. And then I said, so last week I was actually at the same kosher butcher. And you weren't here, Jane. And this woman, she said, wear the mask. Wear the damn mask. And I said, not until you suck all the white privilege out of my chosen schlong first, Jane. <laughs> Her name wasn't Jane. I'm messing it up. Karen, <laughs> I won't put on a mask until you suck all the white privilege and hate speech out of my chosen schlong first, Karen. <laughs> but I'll make it easier for you to prove I'm not a greedy heap like Bernie Sanders. Pretend Obama ordered you to leak it. <laughs> so, I'm tired of political jokes. I, I definitely get the impression that my desire to do them has lost all luster whatsoever. <laughs> Although, I was reading this book today with my son. Where it has, it's like one of these games books where it says like Kimono Dragon versus some, versus like the Lizard King. <laughs> and they're cool, but then they get very sciencey and 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 boring for me. But, I did read this fun fact and I said, okay, I got to do a joke about this. This is what I came up with. So you tell me if my friend's an asshole for not getting back to me on this, right? <laughs> you tell me if I'm being a paranoid asshole or... I think I'll just know in a second if it's really funny or not. But here we go. Fun fact. The study of reptiles is called herpetology. Kamala Harris has a degree in herpetology. Lucky for her... She can wear masks for the cameras without blowing more money on concealer whenever her herpes sores resurge on the spot after becoming Willie Brown's hack and hoe pick for Attorney General. Ah! Slick Willie doesn't call camel toe twat Kamala pearl necklace Harris for nothing. Holla! For A-plus narcissist and for being completely in the right and for definitely being blinded by the narcissistic right. I'm not blinded. I'm fucking eyes are crystal clear. This old butt being a little bit of a jealous hack. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> so. And then I add Thank God, Eagle Scout sharpshooter Kyle got off. Holla! Because we had a Kyle that went to high school with us. And once I was, I got really drunk with my friend Ari and drinking Old English. Oldie! Snoop Dogg's old school! Host player of choice. And he shot us with BB guns. <laughs> I mean, like half naked. And so it works on that level. And that old Kyle would get drunk on uh, like Thunderbird. <laughs> Something like Axel Roast. Things about it's equivalent of like moonshine wine, and he'd say, Yo, man, that was Kyle. <laughs> Yo, man. So, anyway, I got going to trouble. He's <laughs> got a baby in the way, but again, I don't understand why anyone would want to have a baby these days, especially now knowing that every day, I don't care if you live in Florida or not, every day for the foreseeable future in our country will be Sharia Law Appreciation 
day. Holla! And it's here to stay. Thank you very much! <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Thank you very much. It's the most depressing freaking reality known to mankind. But I don't know what's going to change it. But Kyle Rittenhouse getting cleared. And having a court of law uphold his belief to act in self-defense was nice. But I'm sure that that freaking parade murdering intentional rampage was just a coincidence. So, but again, I don't want to talk about it. Too depressing. The, um, I want to talk about my short story. So, I told myself, okay, JK, you're going to do eight short stories in honor of a glorious night for Hanukkah. Just because like, yeah, my writing's evolved and uh, there's just a lot more stories I want to do. I mean, I, I, I want to do Hanukkah Halloween. And I decided I'm going I'm to dress up like the Hebrew Hammer. I'm going to make that make that a reality. So I'm really excited about that. And I also, I saw this uh, this Moses Nutcracker. He's got the commandments. So I was like, ooh, that's a little expensive. I'm like, okay, it's definitely a triggering offense and I'm going to do it. I mean, after all, I did record the comedy record, the Kosheterian Offensive. Holla! So, I'm excited about doing something with that. Something about gnomes. Where I've got these coffee cup gnomes. And, like, babe, they look like Santa's, like, trust fund kids that never grow up. Who are still living off of social security. Ah! Thank you very much! <laughs> so, I'm glad I got all that off my chest. So, what do we learn here, folks? So that um, I almost had a pseudo-affair with a fake news leader Ford. That I am falling in love with the uh, cashier, kosher comedian-loving Jane. Who could be, uh, be listening to the totality of me through all my comedy records right now. Which is, uh, which gives me sustained stiffage. And... I even had like a bonding moment with like my butcher there. He's like, yeah, I, I put her up there so you could sample material off her and, uh, you know, get an idea for a uh, a new uh, love connection upgrade in your life because you deserve it. Holla! <laughs> I should know his name. I don't know his name. But I love that kosher butcher. And he's a, a divorcee. But, again, not doing this podcast. I try to sell myself out loud on why I should... Chuck everything for the loving arms of definitely a 20-something Biden-hating, coach-tarian-loving comedian. <laughs> I could do worse. Holla! I could definitely get her uh, a good deal on, on, on babysitting if she's working at a kosher butcher. Holla! <laughs> but, so, I'm really excited for Hanukkah. I'm glad I no longer have whiskey in my house. <laughs> it was definitely drilling a, a hole through my soul. <laughs> I'm seriously contemplating not getting whiskey again for Hanukkah because it just, it ages me, like, awfully. <laughs> and that's why, like, Leo has not aged well at all. <laughs> but, I don't know. I did some research last night. Had some, like, fun research on the edible. Well, I'm like, Maker's Mark 45, I'm 45. Affordable price point. <laughs> But, so, I just want to thank, you know, this entire Doodle 
daddier, you know, audience. Um, I wish we had closer connections that we do. I'm assuming I pissed off a lot of you along the way. I know a lot of people you know, used to like the podcast, no longer like the podcast, but you got busy lives. And I understand that I'm not the, uh, the only voice in the podcast universe. And I understand that, you know, me making, you know, certain viewpoints about like the vaccine and the election could be freaking overkill and you don't want to dwell on it and you have a life and uh, you have an active social life and you're not this lonely uh, loser at times who this A-plus narcissist that only considers having an affair with the fake things lead afford. I get it. <laughs> it's all kosher, Holmes. But I love all of you fans, old and new, you know, that have provided me with this platform because I don't know what i do without it. I mean, it's definitely been the best form of therapy I could ever ask for. Having to see this fucking hate speech hack therapist that, you know, my wife forced me to see to keep our marriage together. It's just a complete waste of time. And... He's just an arrogant elitist blowhard just like the rest. And I, I hate his existence and what he stands for. <laughs> but you guys have been wonderful. So thank you for this wonderful journey. Uh, I, I definitely plan on not giving up on this podcast, regardless of whatever like new job comes my way. You know, I've worked really hard to build this like platform. And you know I don't want to abandon it anytime soon. And I'm really going to make a concerted effort to... You know, be off the Adderall as much as I can this next coming year. Doing these comedy records has been a step in the right direction. Because I haven't done any of the records uh, on the Adderall. So that's been nice. So that's helped. It's helped less in my addiction. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but I can't wait to write these remaining short stories. And I'm going to perform them on the podcast. So it's something to look forward to. Because I want to increase my chances of making it impossible for any literary agent to say no, as far as being physically repulsed by the idea of ref refusing to give me a offer letter of representation. And that would truly make my do-it-all daddier feel complete. So again, uh, thank you for providing the steady audience. And I've realized this old editor from, old editor, I mean, from the American Thinker, she said that, I mean, I sent these pieces, they're like political and you know, very opinion-oriented. And she goes, these pieces need to be performed. So I'm excited to continue this semi-lounge podcast therapy until this freaking pinched nerve heals. But once it eventually does, I'm going to start performing for you guys again. And you can have short stories uh, for Every Night Hanukkah. So I'm very excited for you. <laughs> and the coach and comedians uh, will get a publisher. And again... And so we'll wait to fight really short stories. So we've decided to go back to the well. That is my, I don't like stand-up short stories. Too confusing, too ambiguous. Doodle dad does short stories. Snooze, who gives a fuck? Short stories, they're all boring. But waste of height, really short stories. I'm interested because it's not too long and who's got the freaking time, right? And it also is, a semi-homage to Poss because it is the funniest nickname he's ever come up with uh, in my honor. And when I got published in Fire Nuts a long time ago, I when I made up my fake news bio, I said, currently working on a first collection of short stories called Waste of Height. <laughs> so I want to make this complete. And I could add another 
10,000 pages, which another eight stories will do. So, when the Friday shreds, something to look forward to. Because I love hair metal. It makes me feel most alive. It reminds me of my teen longing heart for heavy metal highs and for loving, lustful connections with Kajal and Lita. Never really thought about them being in the same room, but I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> Although what I realized about like three ways is that you know it's really hard to you know maintain uh, the girl's interest if you suck at multitasking. <laughs> And that's when your learning disability really shines through. <laughs> and I'll talk to you guys soon.